Hi, this is Eden Busani, and I'm your host for the Meraki Podcast. Every Monday and Thursday, we upload new episodes from incredible speakers who share their wisdom on important life lessons and their personal journeys towards living a purposeful life. Tune in on Thursdays to get my latest scoop on self-growth and personal development. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel. So we have here today, Karen Lee. Uh, she's a self-love empowerment trainer and a spiritual intuitive. Today, we're going to hear from her on how to really stop and take a look inside yourself, inside your life. Hi, Karen. How are you? Thank you for joining. Oh, hi, Eden. I'm so honored. Thank you for inviting me. I'm really happy. Absolutely. Yes. So um, today we're going to talk about how you can take a look inside yourself, self-awareness and building self-love. Okay. So, you know, since I was a little child, I had always been seeking to understand myself, but I never really consciously said, stop. I'm just a kid, you know, but the biggest thing is if we can consciously say, and I can say now looking backwards, hey, wait a minute, my life isn't as happy, fun, free, prosperous as I consciously want it to be. That is right there where you want to just hang on, stop looking outside of yourself and immediately go inward. And that's what did it for me. And I sought out all sorts of therapy and and coaching and, you know, self-help. I was looking and asking questions, but nobody was giving me the answers. And, but the, they weren't giving me the answer to say, listen, your answers are by understanding you and your mind and your brain. And that's why right now I love your topic, you know, is you just, if life isn't, it's off just even a little bit, you want to say, hey, wait a minute, it's me. There's something within me that isn't aligned, that I'm missing, that I can't see, that would open everything up. And look, I tried everything on the outside. I was hugely an overachiever. I, I am a money maker. I can pretty much do everything and anything externally, but I was never happy on the inside no matter how much, how many marriage proposals, how many men I, were, I was dating, how much I achieved, how many you know, deals I got and how much money was hitting the bank, I still felt this emptiness and why am I here? And this loneliness, like who else can I share my life with that understands me? And when I said, wait a minute, it, there's something that's missing And if the outside isn't working, it has to be within me. And sure enough, it was. And that's where everything is sourced from. But it wasn't just, oh, let me stop and examine, is I had to understand so many things about my mind and the psyche from psychological standpoints, from neurological standpoints, understanding basic brain function. There were so many things that I didn't know about myself as a human being. So we get an iPhone and there's a manual, but nobody reads the manual. There's also a manual for self-love and we don't even know there's a manual and very few people are even writing the manual. 
And so I had to figure out the manual for myself because it was always a life or death situation. I came from depression, the number one cause of suicide. I was very fatalistic, even though I had everything and anything in my life came from a great family, a wealthy family, but I didn't have me. I still had this emptiness that I couldn't fill. Like there was just this void and it was understanding that, oh my gosh, I had to figure out the manual. Otherwise I would have been dead a long time ago. So that's why I'm saying, you know what? I'm giving you the answer based on my experiences is again, if you just say, wait a minute, life isn't working. I'm sad. I'm lonely. I'm not, you know, in a career that I love. That's exactly when you want to go, wait a minute, what am I missing? So that's, that's the whole thing right there. Eden is that, if I, it, you know, again, you, you selected the topic and I think it's yes. such a brilliant topic is yes. don't wait to be stopped, proactively stop. And I was trying, that's the saddest part is I all along, since I was this little tiny girl growing up, I was like, wait, what is the meaning of life? Why am I here? I don't get it. You know, we work, we're unhappy and we die. That was around nine or 10 years old. And I'm going, wait a minute, this doesn't make sense. But nobody said, wait a minute, stop. <laughs> you know, let's, let's see what's happening. And I even asked my parents for therapy with my little fist. I'm like, I want therapy. And even the therapist wasn't saying this. Nobody says it. So here we are. I'm, I'm telling you, not only are the answers right here by understanding ourselves, how we tick, who we are, we're all as humans exactly the same, but we're so uniquely different in our abilities to be creative and, and our genius and our brilliance, you know, our physicality, our, our purposes. But underneath it all, that's what really helped me was understanding what it even means to be human. Does that make sense, Eden? Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, um, you know, I'm in the middle of writing my first self-help book and my first, my very first chapter, I'm writing about building the foundations of life. You know, every building you see, every skyscraper, every house, there's always a foundation. There has to be. And life has to have this foundation. And the foundation of life is what I like to call, um, is getting, whatever, you have to get to know yourself in order to build your foundation. And that's exactly what you're hitting on right now is you have to really take a look inside yourself to really figure out who you are as a human being, as a person, and that really can change your life around. And it's amazing that a nine or 10 year old even has this kind of wisdom. That's incredible. Yeah, and thank you. And so this is, you know, I believe in past lives. I believe it is kind of odd that I would be such an introspective, contemplative child. And I was very serious and I was, very driven and determined. I started riding horses at seven years old and I did it myself. I went up wow. to the gate next door 
And I finally got up enough courage to say to the teacher, can I take lessons? She's like, well, just go home and ask your mom. So I run home, you know, as little girls running through the woods to get to my house. And I'm like, mom, can I take lessons? And I did that for almost five years on my own. My mother never came up to the barn. So I was not a typical child, right? Like who even does that? Who even lets their kid go to the neighbor's estate for horseback riding lessons? And my mother just hand me, handed me the check, right? Like here's the money. First of all, how much is it? Okay, we can afford that. And I'm running up to the barn every week on my own. So there was a lot more in my little mind going on and that determination to understand myself and have a sense of myself. Not only that, the, the quick, simple answer is it's unconditional self-love. Like, duh, it seems so iPhone simple and yet it's so not. See, as human beings, we look outside of ourselves to, to define ourselves to give us a sense of our, our, our genius, our greatness, right? Our purpose. And that's exactly what I was doing. I was thinking that I would be worthy and I would matter and I'd be important, especially to my mommy, who's having too many babies at the time, that it was because I needed to be perfect on the outside. I needed to look good. I needed to be good. I needed to achieve things. I needed to be perfect in every area of my life. And that started at six years old. And I became in that moment, a recovering overachiever, thinking that if I could show you on the outside that I was perfect, then I would feel this sense of unconditional love within myself. And it never came. As a matter of fact, the exact opposite came. The more I achieved, the more I accomplished, the more my mother said, oh, she's doing great. I won't spend any time with her. She actually said, I left you alone. And she was worried about all my brothers and sisters. And she just thought I was fine doing my life. She knew it was a little odd, but she never questioned it. That's the whole point. She never questioned beyond what she saw. And if she had you know, that would have so helped me not be depressed and want to kill myself most of the time, yet I had everything going for me. So that's what doesn't make sense. And the reason I want to kill myself was because I didn't understand why I was so empty inside and life didn't seem worth living and I wasn't getting the answers. And I couldn't have ever figured out the answers myself. It was impossible. It was every, it was me searching exactly what you're doing, Eden, putting your content out there like I do, right? It was all of the amazing people that I met that I'd ask, you know, what's the meaning of life? Why am I here? I kept searching and kept seeking and wanting the answers. And so in essence, I was, I was stopping to try to look inside, even though I didn't know it. But finally, I had no other choice to really stop. And that was when my sister finally died. She killed herself. Drugs, eating disorders, and alcohol to mask the pain of sexual abuse. And that forced me to, I had no other choice because that was when I said, that's it, I am done. 
I am killing myself after this charity event. And that's, it forced me to stop. And it, like I said, we can't do it alone. It was every person who cared, every coach, every mentor, every therapist that I was asking for answers, but never getting them. But the one thing I never stopped to say, wait a second, it's somewhere inside of me. And, and sure enough, it was and still is. And every time we level up in life, if it's not working, you know, if we're making, you know, $100,000 and we now want to make $200,000 in the next year, if that's not happening, it's not because of the economy, the recession, the pandemic, it's because there's something inside me that I'm missing. Absolutely. What is it? Okay. And, and the foundation you speak of, it's, the foundation starts in childhood. Everything is right there. The good, the bad, the ugly. And that's what also did it is I had to go back and see what was missing for me as a child, as a little girl, as a little human going, why am I here? And so that is where all of our power lies and all of the magic and miracles that we can create. The foundation is there. Now there's a default foundation of feeling unworthy and not understanding how to unconditionally love ourselves. For that means not just love ourselves because we're, you know, talented or gifted or pretty or, you know, talented horseback rider is to love ourselves unconditionally even more so for who we are not, for the things we don't like about ourselves, for the things we wish we were, but will never be. You know, I wanted to be five foot nine, built like a Victoria's Secret angel model. Well, no, I was complete opposite. Short, stocky frog legs, right? That can jump and jump and jump. But there's no way I could ever be that tall at five, four. Do you understand? Yes. That hurt me. And to be a minority growing up in all uh, Caucasian schools. And I was the minority. I was bullied. There were so many things. But to love myself and love that child and that tween, right? The teenager. And to understand and reconcile that I'll never be that Victoria's Secret supermodel. You know, like I'm thinking that's the panacea. I'm thinking then I will love myself and be loved. No. It was understanding that, oh my God, these frog legs can jump and I can hip hop like there's no other. And sure enough, being a former professional hip hop dancer, I'll take it. Wow. I'd rather be a hip hop dancer than a model. I'll tell you that right now. Because if I don't dance, there's no point in my life. And I love my ability to dance and teach others. I've taught a lot of people to dance, especially my recovering drug addict women at the teen project in my volunteer work. So fulfilling. Yes. So I, I spin it around. No, I would never change it. I want these jumpy legs, right? These little frog legs and turn it around to say, you know what? Okay. It wasn't meant to be. And I can love myself for not being who I thought I needed to be, but who I am now. Does that make sense to? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So let me ask you a question. Yes. Saying that you had, I mean, you had to do some in a reflection, take time and really take a look inside yourself. What kind of, and I'm actually gonna ask Amanda's question. She asked, um, 
what questions should I ask myself? Those are one of the three questions that were chosen for our episode. I'm going to actually um, get on with this question first because I actually have the same question as her. What questions did you ask yourself? What kind of uh, things did you do in order to build this awareness in yourself, in order to start loving yourself more? What was your ritual, so to speak? Uh, it was the same. It was almost like the same as that little girl. It was like, wait a minute, I have everything. I have my dream ranch and all my horses and you know, but why am I still empty? Why do I still feel alone? Why do I still feel lonely? Why did I just create so much magic in my life, but I have no one to share it with? Why do I still feel this darkness within me? Why do I still feel depressed? And I didn't even know I was depressed. I just felt this sense of loneliness, this sense of emptiness. That's what I kept asking, but wait a second. And that's what helped me the most. The biggest blessing was to go, okay, you know what? I think if I get another horse, my dream horse, another dream horse, I'll be happy. And then I got it. And I said, okay, you know, the next thing, the, you know, the next time I, I want um, some, some goats, <laughs> you know, like things, because I'm a little cowgirl inside, right? And I thought, okay, when I get this, I'll be happy. Oh, I need to get another real estate deal. When I close another deal and the money hits the bank, I'll be happy. When I saw that never happened, I kept saying, wait a minute, something's missing. So you want to ask the questions of, wait, why do I feel this way? What is missing? Why do I see that I have things, but I can't connect the dots? That's what I'd be asking myself is, do I think that if I achieve something or get something or I'm with my dream significant other, then I'll finally feel a sense of belonging. I feel like people like me. I feel like I like me. You want to ask those deep, scary questions and you know you're onto something, the more confronting it is. Do you understand? It's scary yeah. at first, but the, the more you dig to see what's inside and that it has everything to do with you and your childhood, then you're on to something. And that I can't tell you with all of my case studies and all of my clients, my, I am the worst, best case study on the planet because I have no good valid excuses to be depressed and want to kill myself. I didn't come from poverty. I wasn't gang raped. I mean, these are the people that I talk to. They have such, and you'd almost go, oh my God, no wonder you want to kill yourself. I had none of those things. So then I say, okay, if I have none of those things and I had so many advantages in life, then it makes no sense that I'd want to kill myself or thought about it many times before. Finally, I said, that's it. I am done. And that means my horses were up for grabs. That's when I knew it was serious. There were times I thought, ah, you know, but no way. I'm not leaving my black stallion. There's no way. I'm not leaving my horse or my horses. I have a bunch of horses. I'm not leaving them. But this time I was like, I'm done. So I had to go, wait a minute, wait, 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 you know, and it was because a friend confronted me. He said, you know, I see the spark in your eye gone. I want to help you. And he spoke up and I'm like, wait a minute. If nothing else is working, I have no other choice but to dig deeper. And can, I had to go to classes. I had to go to seminars for self-development. I needed experts. And that's why I've become an expert because I know it works. So that's the long answer. I'm sorry, but that's you what it is. It. That's, that's an awesome answer. 
Mm -hmm. You, and the more you're like, Ooh, it's not me. It's not me. Oh yes, it is. And I will prove it every time, all the time with the things you tell me about your life. So that's the thing like, I can actually take your life and say, you know what? And it's my job is here's how I know it's within you. So the, the pain is in you. We got to heal the pain and the wounds from childhood. And then when we do that, you also have this extreme magnificence about you that no matter what, regardless of your circumstances or what's happening in the world, that you can still fulfill upon your dreams, that you have the power to do that. And you don't even have to go any further than you, your heart and your passions and your desires and your desires and your work ethic, and then have the courage to actually create your dreams into reality. So it's, it's a double-edged sword, but it's there for the taking. Most people are like, no way, I'm not going back to the past. My childhood, I had some things happen, but I've moved on. Yeah, I can, I can say no, I disagree, and we can ag agree to disagree. That the moment we go back and heal all those childhood wounds, so much magic, abundance, prosperity, Fairy tales, fairy tales happen. That's what I call it. You know, I had a spiritualist call me Snow White. You know, that's a fairy tale. And the Snow White who's able to talk to the animals because my love, I have so much love for animals. And that's why we want to dig deep and we want to stop and look inside because that is the access to every single romantic fairy tale, successful dream come true is right there. And that's why it's so worth it. Okay. Next question. <laughs> Let's do this. I love this. <laughs> Amazing. The next question, um, wants to stay anonymous. How much time do I spend for self-awareness? So actually this is the perfect question for right now because we're all talking about self-awareness and inner reflection. So how much time does a person spend on an average doing this self-reflection? Well, first of all, I'm going to say is as much as humanly possible. Just know there's a direct correlation. The more time you spend on your understanding self and creating this mad, passionate love and falling in love with yourself, the more time you spend, the sooner your life and your dreams become real. The things you want, your life's dreams and passions become real, right? Do you understand? The more we focus on understanding self, the faster it gets really amazing. Now, yeah. so, let, me, uh, let me just pause you here a second. Um, yeah. People hear all the time about self-love, love yourself, love yourself. And mm -hmm. it's something that's like, it's just thrown around, you know? But yeah. let's get real in this episode. And let me ask you, like, how does someone who really can't look in the mirror, how do they really, really learn to love themselves? Starting from scratch, even if someone truly hated, hated themselves, how do they start to build that love within themselves? Okay, so that was me. The, the reason why I was so suicidal is I had extreme self-hatred and I didn't even know it. Okay. So the thing we do is we go, wait a minute, that resonates with me. I can relate to that. So what we do, the number one thing is we actually have to go back as if we were the parents to our inner child. We got to love that inner child as if that inner child was the only human on earth. That's how we do it. There's your simple answer. You know how hard that is? 
And you got to even choose your inner child over your own biological child or your adopted child. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's what we do. It, I wish with all the therapists and all the money my parents spent and I've spent on myself, I mean, not one freaking person said that to me. And I was pissed because I was in therapy for a long time paying the money and it was good, but no one ever said, okay, this is what we got to do. I want answers. I want solutions. I want to get the job done, right? I don't want to keep talking about it and wondering, uh-uh, give me the solution. And it, the reason it's the solution, the only way you know is that you're like, oh my God, that feels right. That feels good to me. That resonates or it doesn't even feel that good, but that somehow makes sense to me. That's how you know this resonates, right? I'm not saying I have every single answer and all my answers are right. I can only tell you where I came from, you know? And I mean, I thought I was ugly and fat and I thought I was disgusting. I mean, and yet I had more boys in love with me that I didn't know in school. I had so many things going for me. How do I think I'm so awful? That makes no sense. And it was just because my mind was playing tricks on me. And that little child is, so you want to go back and go, wait a minute, I have this little inner child within me and I'm going to do my best to love this little girl or boy. And this goes for the men that I coach. I coach some of the most amazing men as well. And across the board, Eden, it's all the same, is that we develop this profound, unconditionally loving relationship with self especially with zero to 19 years old, zero to 19, starting closest to age two, that little terrible two toddler. Does that answer the question for you? Does that make sense? Yes, yes absolutely. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's go back to the, to the, to the second question from, uh, from our audience. How much time do you spend on self-awareness? I actually stopped you in the middle to answer this question. So. Right, yeah, so I said, as much as humanly possible, but let's get realistic. You know, let's be realistic. You know, we have a life, we have a job, we have this, we have that, is spend at least, you know, 20, 30 minutes a day to just journal, to do something for yourself. Yes? And the more, I was just saying, I answered the question, the more you spend, the faster things start to make sense, okay? And we start to connect the dots. However, in, to be realistic, I would absolutely spend every single day some time for self, whatever is right for you that is that resonates with you. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Some people now I want to say it's different. Some people say, Oh, I do. I take my yoga class and then I go to the gym. Mm -mm. No, that's not what I'm talking about. Is journaling. Jur I've had so many journals, journal, 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 and say you know, the things that I love about myself, the things I don't like about myself, the things that I need to transform that aren't things that I usually say they're good about me. You want to write everything, the good, the bad, the ugly, and take time to go, wait a minute. I love myself because, and I remember when I was a little child, you know, some of the most amazing things that I loved as a kid whether you spend five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, that's a lot of what saved me was all of the journaling and under, and you know, just to get out my feelings, 
I hate this. I hate that. Da, 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 da. Why are my parents so dumb? You know, everything in the journal, you know, which by the way, it's counterintuitive, getting your feelings up and out onto paper, blue pen, white paper, you know, for a few minutes a day makes such a difference. And we actually have better workouts. Life, it feels, feels lighter. Does that make sense? So whatever yeah. is realistic or works for you, but I would spend some time every single day with yourself and as if you were someone you wanted to be with as a friend in a romantic relationship, as a parent, as a sibling, you see this? Yeah. And write about it and just get it all up and out, especially for women. We women need to express our feelings, the good, the bad, the ugly, the negative feelings, get them up and out. Everything is energy. And if you don't express them, okay, they will bottle up and create disease, disease in the body. The body's the unconscious mind. Whatever we don't express shows up in the body as disease. Okay. So does that answer your question? Absolutely. Okay. I can go on and on about it, but just to start, just to start. Yes. Awesome. So are we ready to move on to the, you want to go on to the next question or you want yes. to? No, no, no. Go on to the next question. Awesome. Last question we have for you. Um, how do I empower myself to do more without losing focus? Okay. I can actually pretty much relate to this question. I'm sorry. You can relate to this one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So the number one thing is in order to be focused, we have to understand why we're not focused. The reason we're not focused is at some level, we are making ourselves wrong. We're being highly self-judgmental and self-critical. Does that make sense? Yes. Uh-huh. So we keep saying, see, most people say, I need, I need to be focused. I'm focused. I'm focused. I'm focused. No, that doesn't do it. What gets us focused is understanding why we're not focused in the first place. So focus means, I mean, not being focused means distraction. Now, the reason why we distract ourselves is because unconsciously we're actually sabotaging ourselves. And the reason we sabotage ourselves is because we are afraid to fail or not be good enough to some degree or another. Does that make sense, Eden? Mm-hmm. Okay. So... We're saying, wait a second, how do I focus and get more done? Is to stop and go, wait a minute. And this is where we have to do the self-assessment, the self-inquiry and go, wait, why am I not focused in the first place and go right to what am I really afraid of? You got to reverse engineer it. This is one of the most intricate human conditions or psychological phenomenons that we must understand. It's a little tricky at first, but it starts to make sense. And this is why I wanted to offer the free, I'm just going to say it now, right? The free yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, conference call, live conference call with me yeah. to address this in a deeper level. Yeah, go ahead, Eden. Absolutely. No, I was just going to say, actually, you have, uh, I just, yes, yeah, so everybody knows 
um, Karen is offering a special free coaching offer um, for all of you guys who are listening right now. So thank you so much, Karen, for that. Yeah, because we're going to dig deeper. But for right now, you know, if people don't want to join that, is the answer lies in uh, saying, okay, wait a minute, if we dig deeper and look inside, if we're not focused and we're here, there and everywhere, we're distracted, do you see how, and it's so easy today to get so distracted and pulled out mm -hmm. of focus, yes? Correct, yeah. So, so we don't wanna say, okay, I gotta focus, I gotta focus. We wanna say, wait, I'm not focused and that's okay. And then we say, wait, I'm not focused because there's some type of fear going on. What am I really afraid of? Well, the, the big answer is the fear of not being good enough and the fear of failing in life somehow. Whether with, right, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So we're saying, oh my gosh, I've got to do this and stay focused to get more done. But you have to ask yourselves, why do you want to get more done? So that what? Eden, play the game. If you get more done, then what happens? Well, maybe I'll feel better about myself. Maybe I'll be more productive. Maybe I'll be more successful. Bingo. See, we think that if we do more, we, and stay focused to more. get more done. Wait, go ahead, say it again. Now, let's continue. If you, if you do more, then you might achieve more. Exactly, but didn't I just go through the whole how I tried to achieve everything and I achieved a lot? <laughs> yeah. And it didn't absolutely. work, so I was like, I'm living life backwards. Right. So it's not in the doing. It's first in the being with self and being the one to say, wait a minute, you know, doing everything doesn't guarantee your happiness and feeling accomplished and doesn't guarantee your success. What will right. guarantee your success is for you not to be so hard on yourself. This is where you want to sit. This is the answer. But at first, the answer seems so like arbitrary, like out there. And this is why it's taken me so long to figure out the answer and then teach the answer is what I'm saying is underneath, when you're distracted and you're not focused, it's just a symptom of you in fear, unconsciously in fear of not meeting your goals and your dreams and your intentions for yourself and your life. Does that make sense to you, Eden? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so then we wanna say, wait, I'm off, I'm off focus. Okay, but that's okay. You want to unconditionally go, okay, I'm not going to criticize myself. I'm not going to put myself down for that. And then what did Karen Lovely say? Okay, I am. Yeah. I'm thinking I have to do all these things and it will, if I do all these things, I'll be more successful. I'll be happier. I'll feel a sense of purpose or fulfillment. No, no, no. Wait a minute. I'm in fear of not reaching those goals. I'm actually in fear of failing or falling short of my dreams, of what I want for my life. Huh. And that's where more people go, I got to focus, I got to focus. And they do, 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 do. But somehow they're doing the things that aren't going to put them where they want to be sooner than later. 
You know that phenomenon? I go through it still. Yeah. Right? We go, okay, I got to do this. I got to do this. Well, isn't that exhausting just to hear me say it? I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do that. No, no, no. That's what it's counterintuitive. Everything about this is counterintuitive. When we feel that angst and we feel that, oh, I, I have to, I should, that's when you stop, please, and look inside. And I'm telling you the answer. Of course, most people are like, what? I don't understand that answer. The answer is always the fear of you falling short, of you not feeling good about yourself, of you not loving you and you not succeeding or creating whatever it is you want. Success is subjective. We all want different things that we define as success. But we're really saying, oh no, I'm not going to feel good about me and my life. And that's what put us off focus. And we don't even know it. It blindsides us. This is deep stuff, but this is everything that I had to figure out for myself that made the difference. And the moment I sit and go, wait, ah, I'm being too hard on myself. Oh, wait a minute. I'm actually thinking I'm going to fail. I think that if I do more, that never worked. That's another thing you have to look. I did everything and I still didn't feel focused or feel good enough. It always came down to this isn't enough. I'm not happy enough. I'm not fulfilled enough. I, and it, I also said, I don't have enough horses. I don't have enough money. Yet the money was coming in. Like it made no logical sense. So we want to stop, look inside and go, wait, maybe there is a fear or maybe it might not seem like a fear, but I'll be very upset if I don't accomplish a bigger goal in my life. So that's the answer. Ask me questions, Eden, because it's a big answer. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, those were the three questions that we had for today. I think every single question was answered phenomenally. Um, the way you brought out your own story and it was just relatable and relevant and powerful and inspiring. Um, I'm really happy that we got into this episode. Thank you so much, Karen. Oh, you're so welcome. And um, is our time up now? <laughs> um, let's, yes, let's do this. And let me just remind you guys, those of you who are listening, um, she, Karen is offering a free coaching uh, a session. Yeah, uh, it's a live conference call where we're going to dig into this in a deeper sense, especially the third question. And yes. by the way, the third question is the best question. That's the, the question we really want to address and understand, you know, the, the aspects of that question and the, and the unconscious fear I speak of. So this, this call I designed just for your listeners and it is free. They have to register. I gave you the link. And so yes. you'll see all of I'm that. I'm going to yes. the link to the, to the episode description. So for those of you, um, if you felt connected to Karen, to the episode, we felt like she spoke to your heart. Um, definitely, uh, I'm going to link that to your, to the description of the episode. You can check it out and you can definitely join the free conference call. Yeah, they just need to register. And that is for Saturday, June 6th. Is that Saturday, June 6th. Wait, is that the first Saturday? But it's coming up the first Saturday in June. And it's, um, but all the information is there, but I just want to say it's going to be live. And, 
you know, whomever would like to join us, I want to be of service. I want to dig deeper and explain more about these, these questions, but especially the third question. You know, we, we can't get into yeah. it today, but that's what this is about. Because I know it comes down to the deeper understanding from a deeper level and to understand the, the, the conscious mind, the subconscious mind, and the unconscious mind. That's what I had to figure out that I wasn't told, but it made such sense. But who cares? It made sense, but I have the happiness, the fulfillment on top of the success. But the success means nothing. If we're not happy in the moment, the materialism means nothing. Absolutely correct. Right? Mm -hmm. So Eden, thank you so much. Yes, thank you, Karen. We appreciate you here. Thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure. And I look forward to seeing everybody on the conference call. And uh, yes, thank you to all. Thank you for tuning in to the Meraki Podcast and for joining me on the adventure of my life. I hope you found this episode to be enjoyable and valuable. You can find out more about us at MerakiOfficial.com. If you enjoyed this episode and feel others can benefit from it as well, spread the love by sharing.